Oh, hey, I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to the Efficiency Bitch Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Leone. This podcast is dedicated to all the women out there who are aspiring to have a career while raising a family. And bitch? Well, that's more than a name and even an attitude. (laughs) We use it as an acronym. It's for bank, inbox, time, connection, and harmony. Each episode is labeled according to the correct topic so that you can efficiently find the topic that you're looking for. I'm here to tell you, you can have your cake and eat it too. The trick is finding efficient ways to get through the have-tos so that you can make room for your best life. I can show you how. Let's get started. Hey, welcome to the Efficiency Bitch Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Leone. I'm really happy that you're here today. So if you're new, welcome to the Beehive. If you've been around a while, thanks for coming back. I have an awesome guest here today. I was a guest on her podcast not too long ago, and we vibed so well. I was like, hey, you got to come on mine now. Here we are again. Amy, hi. Nice to see you. Hi. Good to be here, Melissa. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm super excited. So why don't we start with a little introduction? Tell us who you are, where you come from, and how you do life. All right. I am Amy Singleton. I'm a 42-year-old woman living in Oklahoma City, where I've lived my entire life, (laughs) within about a 10-mile radius, actually. And the way I do life, one day at a time, one step at a time, and sometimes one breath at a time. (laughs) I do it all while keeping my focus on my higher power and on the love for myself. So that's the way I make it through. And I spent a lot of time not loving this girl right here. Now we talk all about uh, leadership and marketing and my podcast, Queen Lead, Mm -hmm. is the one that you were just honored. So happy to have you there. And I'm known as the real Amy Singleton, the queen of marketing around here. I own a digital marketing agency and we do full service. Anything that happens digitally for a business, we can help them out with that. That's awesome. I'm so excited to learn more about that. And what we're here to talk about today is connection. And so connection shows up in so many ways. In my chapter of my book, I talk about communication and I talk about community and I talk about all the C words that kind of come together in the connection idea. And I'd love this conversation with you being a professional marketer. Because regardless if you're marketing yourself as a human being, as a friend or a spouse or anything, or you're marketing your business, this is so impactful and so important. So let's talk a little bit about how communication shows up in business and what some of the common pitfalls are. Mm -hmm. Communication in business. So I think there are two kind of two buckets that we can fit that into. I hate the word buckets, but what else are you going to say? Call them. (laughs) Take your word. Uh, But there is communication. Um, to your client. And then there is communication, which I prefer to say conversation with your team. Mm-hmm. Your team has to be a conversation. The communication with your client has to be to that client. And, and when we're communicating with clients, the big pitfall that most business owners are coming up against is that they're not communicating the right message. They're communicating their message, Mm -hmm. the message all about their business and how they got started and the history and what they do and why it's so great. And that's not what people need to hear. People need to hear themselves in a story that solves their problem. Yeah, I love that. I read a book once and now, of course, I can't remember the name of it, but they talked about you got to make them the hero, right? They Mm, better be the hero. You're probably talking about building a story brand with Donald Miller. That's it. That's your genius. (laughs) You read my Digital just recently went through the process to become the largest story brand certified agency in the world. Yeah, so we that's need awesome. this communication framework for ourselves and on behalf of all of our clients. I love it. I didn't even know that was a thing, Amy. This is fantastic. And the book really <laughs> resonated with me, right? Because it was yeah. like, 
you can't go tell everybody how great you are and make yourself the hero. They're just, right. they're going to be like, that's cool. Thanks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Move yeah. on. You got to right. put them as the hero. And I love that. I think it's, right. it really makes a big difference in the way people receive information. And it's, it's similar when you flip it and look at your personal life. If you just show up to a party and you're just talking about me the whole time, no one's going to yeah. want to talk to you. You got to ask them questions too. You got to be interested in their story. So it's that communication and that conversation go both ways. I think it's a an important piece to realize. What is the thing that you see most people do wrong in their marketing? I know you said the they're telling their story too often. Do you see any other major pitfalls? Trying to spread themselves too thin and not focusing on one thing for a long enough period of time. Mm-hmm. Things online take time. Building a brand, building an audience, building building something takes time. And so I think a lot of business owners get really distracted by shiny objects that go, okay, I'm going to boost a Facebook post and I'm going to write a blog this month. And then I'm going to, oh, maybe I'll try a Google ads campaign. And they just don't commit long enough to one thing to see any result. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. When I talk to my clients who are business owners, they get frustrated really quickly because things aren't coming up fast. And so we talk a lot about like, you have to plant a lot of seeds and sometimes they harvest really quickly. And sometimes those seeds harvest next year. You just don't know what's going to resonate with somebody and when they're going to need it because timing is everything. If I think you're a really cool marketing company and I think you're a nice lady, but I don't need marketing right now. Yeah. Just the timing isn't right. But let's say six months from now I do. Yeah. I want to be able to remember, right? Those are those types of things. So Online is a big thing right now. Obviously, probably the most important thing for a small business owner, unless you just happen to have a lot of foot traffic, you're going to need to be online somewhere. Do you have to be everywhere? What's your advice for being online? You do not have to be everywhere. I think that's a common, that's a common misconception. Okay. We have a business. We have to have a Facebook page, an Instagram, a TikTok, a LinkedIn. No, you don't. There are more people on any one of those platforms that you could ever do business with anyway, I promise you. And you Mm -hmm. don't want everyone as your client anyway. So what I suggest for most people is focus on what you already know. If you're doing it by yourself, focus on what you already know, what you're already comfortable with, where you already are, and go all in on that. If your customer is a 45-year-old middle-aged woman, you should absolutely be on Facebook, like mm-hmm. 100%. If your ideal client is a 25-year-old woman, be on Instagram. It's not too hard to pick. You know where people are going to be, but you can just choose where your audience is and focus on that as far as social media. Now, mm-hmm. everyone is on the internet, so we definitely need to have a website, a well-functioning website, a fast website, a mobile-friendly website, and a website that's answering the questions that people are asking. We have to have those things, of course. but. For social media, man, just pick one and go with it. You don't have to be everywhere all at once. Social media can feel like like a movie. It's such a daunting thing for so many people that they spend so many hours and so much money, quite frankly, trying to make their Instagram page or their Facebook page something. And it just depends on what you're selling. If you're an Instagram coach, you better be on Instagram all day, every day, because that's what you're literally what you're selling. But if you're like, I'm in accounting services... My people are not looking for accountants on Instagram, right? You just, this doesn't work that way. Now, Efficiency Bitch Podcast, they may be looking on Instagram. So there are different things that apply to different people. And I find a lot of small business owners that I work with are like, I have to be everywhere all the time. I have to be on LinkedIn and I have to be on TikTok and I have to be all these places. And quite frankly, that's just exhausting. 
that is exhausting. But in what I would say to you, even a little challenge is that, no, people are not looking to hire a CPA by scrolling your Instagram. But what they are looking for is genuine connection with somebody mm. that gets them. And so personal branding has been very important for me. A lot of people say, I don't want to mix my Facebook, my social media with my business. That's me. And that's my business. I have news for you. No, it's not. It's not that way anymore. You are one person and you better be showing up the exact same way you do at church as Mm. you do at home, as you do at the board meeting, as you do at the basketball game for your kid. So the way the content that you could put out on your own channel, when you're resonating with a business owner that's, oh my God, yeah, I just fired my third CPA the third year in a row because I can't get a hold of them. That's something that people do resonate with Mm -hmm. when they're on their feed. They don't resonate with hey, call me for your free, whatever. No, but they're going, when you're putting out content that's speaking their language, that's speaking to the the life that they're existing in, the life they're living, they pay attention. Yeah, you're in absolutely fact, we're, right. We're building, we're building a, a website for a woman that I've known for three years. Three years ago, I met her in a networking meeting, started engaging with her online. She's come to several of my free events, downloaded all my freebies. And now finally, she's at the point where she can afford a new website that she knows she's been needing. So yeah, like you said, that sales cycle sometimes is years long. If Mm -hmm. you're in a high trust industry, like you and I are in marketing or anything you call an investment that someone's expecting an ROI on, that's not, oh, let me just call the bug man and have him come spray. I need a lot more trust with someone in our type of industry to build with. And that's where that comes from is through social media for me. Yeah, I agree. I love that. And I love what you said about showing up the same place at church that you do at your kids' games and everything in between because the world is very small these days. And when I hire people, I look at their social media profiles. I want to know who they're showing up as in the world. Mm -hmm. You can tell a lot by what somebody puts on the internet. There's a lot of information out there. I do a lot of guest speaking at Arizona State University and Grand Canyon University. And one of the things I talk to college students about the most is, look, who you show up as online is going to make or break your ability to get a job, run for president. All the things exist now. So pay, pay very close attention. And this is something no other generations have really ever dealt with is growing mm-hmm. up with this level of, I don't want to say fame because it's not fame, but access to your Ex- personal... Sure. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, just so you're so bare and so naked. I, I cringe at my Facebook post memories from 10 years ago before <laughs> I was a business. I'm like, what was I talking about back then? Oh my gosh. So please don't That's go into it to be on five, six, seven years ago. But yeah, we all are learning along right. the way. And now we know. I was just having this conversation yesterday. A friend of mine has teenage kids and they share their location with each other, with their boyfriends and girlfriends and their friends. And I thought, man, these kids have zero sense of privacy. Like they just are like, yeah, know where I am 24 hours a day. But it's just the world that they live in. And that's not something that's wrong. It's just totally different than the way many of us grew up. And learning how to connect with our teenagers, with our customers, with our employees in the place that they are right now and the way that they get online, I think is so important. Because if you are a 40-something-year-old woman and you're running a business trying to attract teenagers or 20-somethings, you got to show up and understand the way that they connect online, right? And different than you would. It's a complicated piece. So do you help customers, do you help your clients like go through all that and figure out who their avatars are and really hone in on it? Or do you like businesses who are starting or do you prefer businesses are a bit more mature to flavor? Most of our uh, clients are established businesses, but they're looking to scale or to really grow at that point. 
there are some brand new businesses that we have helped start off with that avatar and all that. But the very first thing we do, regardless of where someone is in business, is get that messaging language clear. We mm-hmm. get that story that they're telling. And we do that by a conversation with asking them about who, if you have one client, that perfect woman that you're or, or guy, whoever you're perfect, that your phone could ring off the hook all day long for. It's this one person. And then we build that message around that person that they want to attract with their language. And, and we tell the story of how that person becomes a hero for doing business with this plumbing company. Say a plumbing company, okay? Mm-hmm. For an example, if I am a busy mom, I have a flooded bathroom, you can bet your booty, I don't care that you and your granddaddy started your business in 1912 with two pieces of bubble gum and a rubber band. I want to know that I deserve a home that works. I deserve plumbing. I shouldn't have to deal with this mess in my bathroom. And I want to know that someone's going to show up, do what they say they're going to do for an affordable price and solve my problems so that I can be the hero of my home and no longer have a flooded bathroom. And not you know? be creepy. That's the other and criteria not be creepy. for me and plumbers. <laughs> A hundred percent. Like, um, there, there's a, there's a local plumbing company here. Um, one of their like core values is long tail shirts tucked in. They it's never have butt crack. Hysterical, butt right? Crack. And randomly in bright pink, they know their client. It is a woman. Yeah. They know their client. It's a hot pink branding. There's a plunger. Like we know we are digging race, like matchbox cars or whatever they are now. Yeah. Out of, and Barbie heads out of toilets. That's their customer avatar and they're killing it so because smart. they know the, those people and they know the story that they need to insert themselves in yep. to, to make their clients a hero. Yeah, I love that. I think it's, you're spot on because if I had to hire a plumber to come to my house and I was home alone, I'd be like, oh, who's coming? Who's going to show mm-hmm. up here and be alone in this house with me right now? So having hot pink automatically makes it feel a little softer automatically the log tail shirts cracks me up i love that i think that's so clever to even tell people that because it does debunk the image of what maybe is in your head or yeah 100 <laughs> percent. like no butt cracks here good good deal yeah Come on in we we market ourselves well as two female cfos which there aren't a lot of us in the accounting world with charisma and personality to boot But one of the things we really market ourselves is accessible. Everyone has my cell phone number. They can call or text me anytime. I am not one of those accountants that you can't get a hold of for six months. And so that type of marketing and knowing exactly what the problem is that you're trying to solve for people is so important. Do you find that there are better ways to tell stories than others? Are there bad ways to tell stories in order to help get this moving? I don't know if there's necessarily a bad way, but if you ask me or any story brand certified agency, they will tell you that there is a, a proper way and a good way to tell a story. And that is there is a character. This character has a problem. Okay. And a lot of people go back to Star Wars or, or one of these, like a movie. You can, it's really easy to think about in the forms of Luke Skywalker and Obi-Wan, right? Mm-hmm. So there's character in a story that has a problem. They have a physical problem. There's a flood in my bathroom. They have an emotional problem. Oh my God, this is such a pain in my butt. I don't, I'm feeling all these ways because of it. And then they have a philosophical problem. Like, I don't deserve this and it should be this way. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's the, the first part of the story. Then along comes a guide in the story, right? We all know who the guide is. The guide is the person who sees this character having a problem 
They understand their problem, so they empathize with that problem. And we've been there before. We've hired plumbers with butt cracks out and, and not knowing if we can trust them. And then they show their authority. We empathize and we show authority. We've been doing this for 10 years. We've served 10,000 clients. Whatever those authority pieces are that require that we go, oh yeah, they're legitimate. They're, so we show them some empathy and some authority. And then we give them a three-step plan. One, two, three. If you burst into flames right now, what are you going to do, Melissa? I'm going to burst into flames? If you do, you're going to stop, stop drop, drop, and roll. roll. Yeah. Right? Of course, there's a hundred things you would really do. But our brains, because we are constantly wired to survive and thrive, we can only understand three. So yeah. even if your, pro- your process is a lot longer than schedule a consultation, get your books in order, live a, live a tax-free life, whatever that is, it's a three-step process. Mm-hmm. And we show them, the guide shows them a three-step process that ends in success and avoids failure. Mm-hmm. So we want to show them the success that they will have by taking our guidance and show them the failure that they avoid and then bring them at the end of the journey to a transformational experience. They go from a frustrated, busy mom to a mom that's confident knowing that her, her bathroom's not going to leak anymore. And now she has a, 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 a solution that she can call every single time when that happens. Mm-hmm. And we want to sprinkle in the failure. We don't want to keep it on the way they did with the AFPCA commercials back in like the 80s or the arms of the angels and all the skinny dogs are dying. Like they took that a little too far. People are flipping off the uh, the PBS channel at that point. Yeah. But we want to show them you're going to be successful and you're going to avoid these pitfalls by working with us. Yeah. That's the overarching framework of the hero's journey where we take the client and put them in the hero's shoes and put the business or us in the guide's shoes. Everybody wants to be their own hero. They, I want to get great leads for my business, but I want to say, hi, Digital Norman did that. I want to say, I did that for my business because I'm a genius because I hired the right marketing agency. I love it. It's so simple and like obvious, yeah. but somehow not right? at all at the same time. I'm so glad you said that mostly because to be honest, I have a million times I have devalued my own self and say, I just can't charge someone for this because it's so simple. Everyone understands this. You know? But we don't. We really need a guide to help us through developing this language. And so it is very valuable. And it does seem very simple. Once you get that language together, you're going, yeah, of course, that's what we do. And that's how we serve. But I, I challenge you to show me a business owner that's come up with that language on their own and they're using it in their business. Most of yeah. us don't. We're just too close to the inside of it. Yeah. We're too proud of our thing. And most business owners don't get into business to think about marketing or to think about accounting or to think about HR or to think about most businesses out there get into a specific service or product and that's what they want to do. But I have zero interest in marketing. Zero. I run a CFO firm. I have zero desire to think about marketing, but it's an important part of my business. Otherwise, I have CFOs and I have no customers. But I got to bring somebody in who knows what they're talking about. But then likewise, like if you sell hamburgers, you got to think about marketing. Otherwise, how anybody's going to get in your door? There's just that you got to have the best burger on the block in order to get people there. So there's just it. I feel for small business owners being one myself, they feel they start to feel that imposter syndrome of I can't do this. There's too many pieces. There's too much to learn. I can't do it all. And part of what I try to work on is educating people over time. And I tell every one of my clients, I either want you to learn so much from me that you don't need me anymore or that your business grows so much that you need a lot more of me, right? Like those are the two things I want for you. I don't want you to need me forever at this 
at this plateau. We're either going to grow or you're going to be able to do it by yourself. And that's it. I love that. That's so good. We give away the farm regularly. And the reason I have this three-year sales cycle with this client is because we've given so much free value over Mm -hmm. the past few years that she has been able to get things done on her own. And now we're at a point where our business has grown enough that she can invest in that marketing piece. And so I absolutely agree. You have so much passion. Obsessed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm sorry. Well, sets with the quality of your product. Like you said, you have to have the best hamburger. They have to take it steps at a time where what works for you is going to make sense. That's just it. And I was talking the other day about evolution and evolution is so mandatory in life, but it's so mandatory in business. If you okay. are not evolving over time, like I love your example of the three-year sales cycle because she's been growing and changing and learning and evolving over the last three years. And now she's at this point where she's like, dang, I got this, but now I need help. Right. If you hadn't been giving her that help all along in these free offerings, she may not have ever been able to evolve to the point of needing it or it may have been slower or whatever. And so helping small business owners evolve over time. And man, have we been through it in the last five years with everything that's come our way. So yeah, I don't think it's evolved or die. die. Ask the restaurants that that made it and didn't make it in 2020. That's it. I will tell you. I I referenced this on a podcast the other day that I watched. Netflix has a new series called The Life on Our Planet and Morgan Freeman narrates it. Oh my gosh. Yes. I love it. And his very first episode is called The Rules of Life, but it so applies to business. It's you either evolve or you die. The ground is always shifting and evolution will be mandatory through competition. And it's yes, that's true through humans, well, animals, the planet, but it's also true in business. And the ground is always moving. Don't ever count on it staying in the same place for very long. Ride the waves. You're in the ocean. <laughs> Let's go. Amy, this is awesome. I knew it would be. Can you please share with the audience where they can find you, how they can continue the conversation? Absolutely. On all the socials, I am at the real Amy Singleton. And uh, my website is amysingleton.net. That will get you to my podcast and my business website and to anything else you want to do with me. That's awesome. And check out Queen's Lead podcast. It's wonderful. I really enjoy listening to your show. So thanks for having me there too. Absolutely. It was a pleasure. And I'd love to offer anyone uh, who's listening a free audit on their website. There's a form at amysingleton.net. If you just want to submit your information, I'll have my team go make like a three to five minute video just showing you areas of opportunity on your website, things that you can do on your own to change it, to make it convert a little bit better. And then I'm happy to jump on a call with anybody after they receive that and and show them more and tell them more how they can do it on their own or how we can help them. That's awesome, Amy. I love that. So say that website one more time of where they can do Amy Singleton, amysingleton.net. Just submit a form there with your website URL and your email address and we'll get it done for you within just a couple of days. Get it back in your inbox. Amazing. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here. And thanks for listening. I'm so glad you came to the Beehive today. If you are not subscribed, please make sure you do so you don't miss next week's episode. Until then, I'm your host, Melissa Leone. See ya, guys. Thanks. Well, that wraps it up. Thank you so much for listening. If you're new around here, please be sure to leave us a review on any podcast platform you're listening to. And you can always reach out to me to let me know what topics you're interested in hearing about or maybe telling me someone you think would be great for the show. Either way, I'd love to hear from you. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at EfficiencyBee. Until next time, see ya!